On today's show, we're going to discuss how a recent Kiplinger Athene poll is shedding some light on the top financial concerns of retirees and pre-retirees. Let's take a look and see if any of these concerns are in line with your concerns. And of course, we're going to offer some solutions as well. All that and more to come today. And now, the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Welcome into the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined in studio as I am each and every week by Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. You can go to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N Planning.com or get in touch with Jay and Brittany by calling 800-971-4549. Jay, Brittany, how's your week been? So far, so good. We're uh, having an awesome week. The weather is beautiful. We're getting into the upper 70s and uh, enjoying fall and football is on. And so we're doing great. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Yes. I mean, there's there's nothing better than than football and fall weather. But absolutely. Uh, it's it seems like this this Kip this Kiplinger survey that you just discussed was yeah. was done. And they, they did they dug into some stats and numbers as well. Right. They mm-hmm. did, and it was uh, quite interesting what they've uh, found here. And they they did actually take a poll with hundreds of Americans um, that are retirees or pre-retirees. And we're just going to dig into a few of those numbers today and see if that is something that other folks may be feeling or dealing with or how they may uh, relate to what this study says. And what are some solutions to some of the the questions or concerns that we have. So we're going to dive right into it today. Perfect. So so where do we where do we begin? Well, we're going to take a look first of all at retirees on their outlook towards the financial future. So 70%, this survey found that 70% of retirees expect to have enough to live comfortably and 66% are confident that they will not run out of money in retirement. So, uh, so think that's two thirds. Yeah, yeah, two thirds. But so think about that other one third. There's a third mm-hmm. of people who are concerned that they will run out of money. And that's folks that are already retired. Correct. These are folks that are in retirement right now. Uh, and real quick, what I thought was really interesting is that people that are pre-retirees, so five years or, or less from, from retiring, they only showed a 55% uh, really understanding that they're going to have enough money uh, to make it through retirement. So only 55% uh, responded that they think that they're confident that they will not run out of money in retirement. That's almost half. Yeah. (laughs) That's, uh, you know, and I know we're dealing with a lot in the economy right now. Uh, We're dealing with a lot with inflation and rising interest rates and the stock market's volatility and just a lot of different things that we're, we're dealing with. But if you're not confident and comfortable that you're going to have enough money to, to last you through your retirement, retirement, that is not a spot that we want to keep you in, right? Yeah. We want to plan ahead to make sure that you have confidence walking into retirement. And it was, it was really sad to me seeing that pre-retirees were almost 50% uh, to where they were not confident yeah, they were so going to all, have enough almost, money. Yeah, almost half are concerned that they will run out. So that's, that's pretty big. And 
talking about planning and incorporating, you know, that whole concept into this conversation today, the importance of that and how we can really head off some of these concerns Mm -hmm. and these stressors by planning. It just takes just a little bit of time to to sift through your situation and to, to dig into where your assets are, what, how you're invested, what you're invested in to be able to put a plan in place to ensure that you won't run out of money. That is the goal of financial planning, ensuring that you maintain the lifestyle that you want. You can do what you want to do with your finances, whether it's giving or saving or spending, travel, whatever it is, and then also ensure that you have enough to be able to maintain your Mm -hmm. lifestyle throughout retirement. Because planning will give you that confidence, right? When you know that you are planned in a way with your your buckets of assets that you've accumulated in, in your lifetime, that you're planning with them in a way that is going to last you a 20, 30, 40 year period. Uh, if, if you actually have the data and the numbers and you sit down with someone like us that we would go through that, it's going to bring your confidence level up. And so I think a lot of the folks that are saying, we don't know whether we're going to yeah. have enough money to last their retirement is probably maybe even not because they don't have enough money to last their mm-hmm. retirement. It's because they haven't took the time to count the cost. They haven't taken the time to plan. And I think this is where we come in. This is what we offer is, is a planning session and strategy session where we would get with you and say, okay, if you're unsure that you're going to have enough money to last you through retirement, let's dig into your budget. Let's dig into how, how inflation is going to affect uh cost and prices that are rising as we continue forward. Let's dig into your assets. Let's see, making sure that they're positioned in a correct way that is not going to put you at too much risk right over time. So all these things that we look at, whether it's your taxes, your estate, it's to make sure that you have confidence walking into retirement that you're not going to run out of money. And so another one of these data points that I wanted to point out, kind of going on the same vein, is that 49% of retirees responded that they had concerns about stock market volatility and the potential of that creating serious economic troubles in their retirement. So in the 49%, so half of people that are already retired say that stock market volatility are a big concern to them. 64% of those pre-retirees said the same thing. They they responded wow. that that they have concern of start, stock market volatility. Is that due to not being like improper asset allocation? Or it could be. It, I'm yeah, sure there's a lot I of think, factors, right? Yeah, I think there are a lot of factors, but you're you're hitting the nail on the head with allocation there. I think that most folks think or do not understand truly how they are allocated until they sit down with someone who explains it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's the one thing about not having pension plans much anymore, right? Like everybody has 401ks and IRAs, and it's great because we get to dictate how those things are positioned. And at all times, no matter what season of life that we're in, but the major concern is, are you allocated correctly for where you're at, for the assets that you have and for how you want them to react throughout the market cycle? And so a lot of times I see people that I sit down with that that are concerned about this. Well, the reason they're concerned is because they've seen a lot of drop in their accounts this past year because they are improperly allocated in a lot of positions. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, a lot of times it's just a simple tweak. It's a simple change this philosophy or change this bucket of assets that you have to a safer asset, or don't be taking so much equity risk, um, or not taking so much concentrated risk in the stock market. There's a lot of things that we can look at under the hood, but ultimately 
having the correct allocation is going to bring peace of mind to you, even when it comes to the volatile times in the stock yeah, market. Yeah, that's true. And we've actually seen this so much recently. The stock market volatility and the concerns surrounding the economic conditions we're currently in is something that has definitely uh, caused people to call in and to say, hey, w- we need to come up with with the plan of attack here regarding my finances. We had an individual reach out to us just this week, a, a, a potential client here that we're working on onboarding and they've lost a significant amount of money in their 401k just mm-hmm. over the last six months. And they are ready to retire within the next six months. And so they've realized, man, I have lost so much money. And again, that goes, to Jay's, yeah. that goes to Jay's point about asset allocation, being 60, 65 years old, you know, ready to retire at 65 mm-hmm. and being allocated the exact same way as they were 20, 30 years ago. Man, they're in, in, condition, in conditions like we're facing right now, that is a dangerous place to be. And of course, that's what we've got solutions for. We've got solutions to, to position you in a way that minimizes those types of losses. Um, and that's, that's certainly one of the biggest things we're discussing with uh, clients we're onboarding right now. So new families, new individuals that we're bringing on, uh, you know, with our firm is that is one of the biggest concerns. And when we are doing goal-based planning, when we're looking at the goal you have for that bucket of money, we want to make sure that the proper asset allocation is set up for that proper goal, meaning that it should be actively managed. It shouldn't just be a passive investment. And that was one of the things uh, that was on the survey again, that 68% of retirees reported that they're not making any changes to volatility that they're just sitting, that they're just sitting in it, right? And that could be the right thing to do because the market does ebb and flow. That could be, if you're positioned correctly, the best thing you can do is not move, right? But if you are improperly positioned and you say, I'm not moving, that's probably not the right place for you to be. We need to make sure that you have a realistic picture of what goals you have Mm -hmm. and how those assets are allocated so that whenever we're going through these volatile times, you know that those buckets of money are for specific purposes and it's not just, you know, at the ebb and flow of the market, everything you have. And this goes back to the conversation we have a lot about, man, all these things we cannot control. We cannot control the market cycles. We cannot control volatility and inflation rates. But we what we can do is control how we are allocated. Where are our funds placed? Mm -hmm. How are they invested? Uh, And we that is definitely something we can control and we can we can manage. And that's something we can work through and strategize together. And you both leave vacancies in your calendar each week. That's right. So folks who listen to the program can set up a time to come in and meet with both Jay, Brittany, and the financial planning team at Allon Planning. And that number is 800-971-4549. 800-971-4549. You can also schedule an appointment directly from the website at Allon, A-L-L-O-N, planning.com. Yeah, and I want to uh, encourage folks to do that. And this is the one last statistic, and we may go through a couple more, but the really one I want to hit is that what you just offered, Chrissy, um, is I want to uh, reiterate how important it is that they give their, uh, everyone give themselves a chance to meet with a professional. Only one-fifth of retirees surveyed in the survey say that they intend to work with a professional uh, advisor. Wow. And only one-tenth, 10% Mm -hmm. of people 
that yeah. are pre-retirees yeah. say that they work with a financial professional. Okay. And I, that hurts my feelings, number one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but like number two, I don't think that um, folks realize what they're missing out on because a lot of times their experience with financial professionals mm -hmm. has been a salesman. Yes. Okay. It's been someone trying to sell you a product. Yeah. It's been someone trying to get you an insurance vehicle or, you know, mm -hmm. sell you um, a mutual fund or get earn a big commission. That's not a true financial advisor that I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is someone who does goal-based planning, who looks at your asset allocation, who, who makes sure that you are positioned correctly across the board to meet the goals that you have. They look at your tax planning. How are you being efficient in taxes? How are you saving money by not giving everything that you earned to Uncle Sam at the end of the day? And there's so much I really want to say around that, but we really can't because of we got to move on to the next segment. But today, just call us. Give us a call. Uh, 800-971-4549. It's 1-800-971-4549. And we would love to connect with you one-on-one -on -one and walk you through what we do as a financial professional and how we can help you get to the goals that you have without all of the stress, without all of the worry, without all of the doubt. Let us help you. Go ahead and give us a call today. We would love to connect with you and your family one-on-one. -on -one. So we're going to talk a bit about a safe withdrawal rate. So what is a safe withdrawal rate? Uh, it really is uh, the maximum maximum percentage of your retirement funds that you should be taking out of your portfolio every year. And so we want to talk a little bit about that today over the course of our show and give you some details on how you should be planning for your withdrawals. to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined by Jay and Brittany. And we just covered a pretty shocking poll about retirement and the number of retirees that feel confident about where they're at now, the number of pre-retirees mm -hmm. that felt confident about where they were headed. And one of the things that you both offer at Allon Planning Partners, you you love you work with folks of all phases and all in all phases and all stages of mm -hmm. right. financial planning, and that's something that is mm -hmm. so valuable, especially when we're discussing something like a, a term like the safe with withdrawal rate. Because I'm I'm no expert. I might even need a, a definition about that, and I know I can come sure. to you guys and ask that question with no shame. Yeah, absolutely, and no shame at all. Because one of the things to help give folks peace that are saying, "I don't know if I have enough money to last me through my retirement," and most folks, the number one fear is that they're going to run out of money before they end retirement. One way that we tackle that is say, "Are you?" Can, are you calculating a safe withdrawal rate? And so what a safe withdrawal rate is, is the maximum percentage of retirement funds that you can take out of your investment portfolio on an annual basis, typically, without depleting your investment account before you end through uh, your retirement. So once you've determined that safe withdrawal rate, then you can go ahead and plan a reasonable household budget and retirement that may stretch 20, 30 plus years, right? That's what we want to try to do. So it kind of gives you a peace of mind, even with inflation and adding in what that is going to be year over year, um, that you can come to a number that uh, makes sense for your goal, that makes sense to how do I not run out of money, depending on how much, how many assets that I've accumulated and how much my nest egg is. And if you have 
questions, you can call 800-971-4549, 800-971-4549, or go online to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N planning.com and set up a time to meet with Jay and Brittany Hagee and the financial planning team at Allon Planning Partners. And it seems like this safe withdrawal rate, it's not something that's the same across the board. It's not, it that's differs right. person to person and every background and, and what people have accumulated, it, it's going to mm-hmm. vary pretty Right. Greatly. It is very, it, yeah, it is very customized. And I mean, there are general rules that you can go by, but we're not really a general rule kind of firm. Right. <laughs> we, we, we build these customized plans that fit specific situations because what we want to do is we want to take a look at the big picture. We want to take a look at all of the assets. So here in this segment, we're talking about the withdrawal rate. We're talking about how you can draw down from your account. So when you're looking at income, specifically planning towards retirement years, when you're no longer earning dollars, but you're taking from these accounts you've saved up for your entire life, you really want to look at it. It's kind of like a three leg stool. You've got different sources of income. You've got social security income right. that you should, you should be able to depend on whatever that portion is. You've got like a 401k or a pension. If you have a pension from your work, you're one of the few mm-hmm. kudos to you. That's pretty great. If not, you probably have a 401k or a defined contribution plan. That's a second leg, mm-hmm. right? Of this three legged stool. Your investment the, portfolio. The third, yep. The third would be your personal savings. So like maybe it's IRAs, maybe it's real estate property, whatever that Mm -hmm. personal savings account looks like. So, Mm -hmm. and all of these different uh, accounts or investment pieces, you want them to work together. You want to be able to withdraw from these accounts in ways that are both tax efficient and that maximize your monthly income. So that's why social security strategies come into play here. Right. Um, that's why all of these, it's it not all factors. in. Yeah. It's not just this silo. Hey, you, you might, you might've heard take 4% from your retirement accounts every year and you'll never run out. Well, that, that, How does that factor yeah, into all the other you got to consider all these other factors mm-hmm. as well. So I just want to bring that up and, and remind us that we're not just talking about this one thing, do this and you're not going to run out. No, it's combining all of these things together and, and making sure that these accounts, these, uh, you know, different investments are working together in unison to produce the type of retirement income that you're working towards. And if you have heard of things like the 4% rule, that's kind of like a a little standard for the investment portfolio portion, right? So not counting social security, not counting your other savings accounts that Brittany was talking about, like your real estate assets and things like this that you may have. But also just from your investment portfolio, that 4% withdrawal rate uh, is really kind of a not a guarantee but it's a it's a strong uh likelihood that you will not run out of funds within a 30-year period if you're just annually withdrawing four percent right and that does include inflation so like let me give you a little bit of example here um so if you would follow that protocol of verbatim uh the first year of retirement if you had a hundred thousand dollars in your portfolio account you would take four percent which is four thousand dollars so year one you would take four thousand dollars um if there was a three percent in inflation rate uh, on year two, you would calculate that in and you would take 4120, 
right? And then the next year, if there was a 2% inflation rate, you would withdraw 4202. So like you would include inflation on top of that uh, $100,000 example every year. So you would take a little bit more due to inflation. But if you keep that 4% rule, it's been in place for a long time. That is kind of like a one of the golden rules in investment portfolio, but it's got to work with everything else you have going on. And something else is important to mention there is you've got to re- you've got to con- also consider how that account is currently allocated. Mm-hmm. Because just like we talked about in the last segment, if you are 65 and currently allocated like you were at 45, Probably a problem. One one little dip in the market could drastically change that withdrawal percentage for you. And then you have to reset it, right? So you you reset it uh, the next year. If you take a big loss, you're not going to be able to take the same four percent that That's you took it. the last which, year, which drastically impacts your monthly income. So allocation yeah. matters, right? We Absolutely. keep circling back to that, but it's because it's because it impacts everything. It really does. How, especially in the current conditions we find ourselves mm-hmm. in, it really, really matters. And I mean, it seems more important than ever because this this four percent rule is a rule that I I had heard of, but mm-hmm. I I feel like it's uh, less of a rule, more of a maybe suggestion it or, is or it's not set in stone all. it shouldn't yeah. be right because like we said there's a lot of other buckets we have to take into consideration because what if your investment portfolio is the largest part of your retirement mm-hmm. plan what if it's the smallest part of your retirement plan yeah. right yeah. we may have to take a little bit more or a little bit less depending on that uh, and then how Brittany said how they're allocated so one thing I wanted to say is what how do you know what withdrawal rate is right for you well when you determine that um, your withdrawal rate uh, should start with getting help from someone who is helpful in looking at all of those areas we just talked about. So we would want to talk to you in in our consultation about your withdrawal rate. What's that look like for you? Because every individual we meet with has different numbers of assets, different kinds of assets, different placements of assets, and different budgets, different needs, different debts, yeah. different things they have to pay for, right? And so a good manager, if we're doing our job right, uh, we're going to take a look at your expenses and other sources of retirement income and develop a plan around your unique financial needs. And one thing I wanted to say with the allocation piece is that we need to look at sequence of returns in this segment because when, and you may have heard of that before, Chrissy, have you heard of sequence of returns versus average returns? I have heard, I have heard both of Mm -hmm. these terms. I feel like a little like ahead of where I was a couple weeks ago. (laughs) <laughs> no good. So if, if your average return is really the king whenever you're working and you're accumulating assets, and every time when you look at a yearly return, you're like, man, I earned 5% this year, 6% this year, over a 10-year period, I earned 8% a year or whatever it may be, right? So when, when you're looking at that and you're actually contributing to it and you're in your working years and you're contributing to your investments, average returns okay and it's what you should be looking at but once you get into retirement or close to pre-retirement i would say you should be thinking about the sequence of returns because right now the drops that we're experiencing is a bad sequence of return for someone who just retired so say you were counting on the four percent 
withdrawal rate every year when you retired, let's just say, and you get to this place and you haven't reallocated, like Brittany talked about, you haven't repositioned and you take a 20% loss in your account. Mm. Well, that 4% now is going to look a lot less than yeah. it did six months ago. Yeah. Okay. So mm. you have to take into consideration the sequence within you that you're getting these returns in, not just the average over a 10 year period, but how they are coming, like the volatility of the market right now, you should probably be with an active manager. You you should probably be actively repositioning your funds to where they are not at so much risk when you are in pl a place where you have to withdraw those, right? Because you're counting on the, that money, you're counting on those funds. And if you're allocated in a super aggressive manner and the market decides it's going to go down for a while, then you don't have the same access to those funds, right? Um, so that's something to consider when you're looking at withdrawal rates and whether it's safe or not. And there's no time like the present to begin to dig into planning for for your retirement, especially mm -hmm. with the current economic climate and some yeah. of these issues that we've talked about. Yeah. And the sooner, the better, you know, the, no matter where you are, it's, it's not too late because better to start even as you're nearing retirement than to just say, and eh, I'm already this late. Let's not take a look at it. There, there are still some options. You still have some time to make some adjustments to prevent any further loss. If you have recently maybe mm -hmm. experienced some loss, you can make adjustments now. So it's, it's not too late. Go ahead and take the initiative, pick up the phone, give us a call, go online, allonplanning.com. You can schedule an appointment directly on our calendar where we can just talk through your situation. Look at your specific, your, your specific three-legged stool. What do your assets look like? What does your investment accounts, what do they look like? What's your 401k look like? What are all of these things combined set the stage for? And how do we begin putting a plan in place to ensure that you are taking distributions from your accounts Correctly. in the proper ways mm -hmm. at the proper times? And that is taking into consideration things like taxes and making sure that your taxes are minimized so that you're not withdrawing all these dollars from these tax deferred accounts, which bumps up your taxable income. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of strategy involved, but you don't have to be overwhelmed by that because that's why we're here. We're here to come alongside and to help provide these solutions. We want to walk you through it and partner with you. Allen Planning Partners, that is why we, we chose that. We want to link arms, sit on the same side of the table as you to partner with you. We are employed and hired by you. We want to support and field and resource you. That is our goal. So give us a call today, one 800 971 4549. Again, 1-800-971-4549. And what's coming up on the other side of the break? Ooh, coming up, we are talking about RMDs, required minimum distributions. There's a lot of things that have been changed recently with regard to these, and we're going to talk about some common mistakes to avoid, not just when taking RMDs, but when you're planning towards them as well. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined by Jay and Brittany. And we just covered a pretty shocking poll about retirement and the number of retirees that feel confident about where they're at now, the number of pre-retirees mm -hmm. that felt confident about where they were headed. 
And one of the things that you both offer at Allon Planning Partners is you you love you work with folks of all phases and all in all phases and all stages of mm-hmm. right. financial planning. And that's something that is mm-hmm. so valuable, especially when we're discussing something like a, a term like the safe with withdrawal rate, because I'm I'm no expert. I might even need a, a definition about that. And I know I can come sure. to you guys and ask that question with no shame. Yeah, absolutely. And no shame at all, because one of the things to help give folks peace that are saying, I don't know if I have enough money to last me through my retirement. And most folks, the number one fear is that they're going to run out of money before they end retirement. One way that we tackle that is say, are you are you calculating a safe withdrawal rate? And so what a safe withdrawal rate is, is the maximum percentage of retirement funds that you can take out of your investment portfolio on an annual basis, typically without depleting your investment account before you end through your retirement. So once you've determined that safe withdrawal rate, then you can go ahead and plan a reasonable household budget and retirement that may stretch 20, 30 plus years, right? That's what we want to try to do. So it kind of gives you a peace of mind, even with inflation and adding in what that is going to be year over year, um, that you can come to a number that uh, makes sense for your goal, that makes sense to how do I not run out of money, depending on how much, how many assets that I've accumulated and how much my nest egg is. And if you have questions, you can call 800-971-4549, 800-971-4549, or go online to Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N planning.com and set up a time to meet with Jay and Brittany Hagee and the financial planning team at Allon Planning Partners. And it seems like this safe withdrawal rate, it's not something that's the same across the board. It's not, it, it differs right. person to person and every background and, and what people have accumulated, it, it's going to mm-hmm. vary pretty Right. Greatly. It is very, it, yeah, it is very customized. And I mean, there are general rules that you can go by, but we're not really a general rule kind of firm. Right. <laughs> we, we, we build these customized plans that fit specific situations because what we want to do is we want to take a look at the big picture. We want to take a look at all of the assets. So here in this segment, we're talking about the withdrawal rate. We're talking about how you can draw down from your account. So when you're looking at income, specifically planning towards retirement years, when you're no longer earning dollars, but you're taking from these accounts you've saved up for your entire life, you really want to look at it as kind of like a three-leg stool. You've got different sources of income. You've got social security income right. that you should you should be able to depend on, whatever that portion is. You've got like a 401k or a pension. If you have a pension from your work, you're one of the few. Mm-hmm. Kudos to you. That's pretty great. If not, you probably have a 401k or a defined contribution plan. That's a second leg, mm-hmm. right, of this three-legged stool. Your investment the, portfolio. The third, yep. The third would be your personal savings. So like maybe it's IRAs, maybe it's real estate property, whatever Mm -hmm. that personal savings account looks like. So, Mm -hmm. and all of these different uh, accounts or investment pieces, you want them to work together. You want to be able to withdraw from these accounts in ways that are both tax efficient and that maximize your monthly income. So that's why social security strategies come into play here. Right. Um, that's why all of these, it's it not all factors. in. Yeah. It's not just this silo. Hey, you, you might, you might've heard take 4% from your retirement accounts every year and you'll never run out. Well, 
that, that how does that factor yeah, into all the other you got to consider all these other factors mm-hmm. as well so i just want to bring that up and, and remind us that we're not just talking about this one thing do this and you're not going to run out no it's combining all of these things together and and making sure that these accounts these uh you know different investments are working together in unison to produce the type of retirement income that you're working towards. And if you have heard of things like the 4% rule, that's kind of like a, a little standard for the investment portfolio portion, right? So not counting social security, not counting your other savings accounts that Brittany was talking about, right. like your real estate assets and right. things like this that you may have. But also just from your investment portfolio, that 4% withdrawal rate uh, is really kind of a not a guarantee but it's a it's a strong uh likelihood that you will not run out of funds within a 30-year period if you're just annually withdrawing four percent right and that does include inflation so like let me give you a little bit of example here um so if you would follow that protocol of verbatim uh the first year of retirement if you had a hundred thousand dollars in your portfolio account you would take four percent which is four thousand dollars so year one you would take four thousand dollars um if there was a three percent inflation rate uh on year two you would calculate that in and you would take 4120 right and then the next year if there was a two percent inflation rate you would withdraw 4202 so like you would include inflation on top of that uh hundred thousand dollar example every year so you would take a little bit more due to inflation but if you keep that four percent rule it's been in place for a long time that is kind of like a one of the golden rules in investment portfolio but it's got to work with everything else you have going on and something else is important to mention there is you've got to you've got to also consider how that account is currently allocated Mm -hmm, because just like we talked about in the last segment if you are 65 and currently allocated like you were at 45 one one little dip in the market could drastically change that withdrawal percentage for you then you have to reset it right so you you reset it uh the next year if you take a big loss you're not going to be able to take the same four percent that you took the last year which drastically impacts your monthly income so allocation yeah. matters, right? We Absolutely. keep circling back to that, but it's because it's because it impacts everything. It really does. How, especially in the current conditions we find ourselves mm-hmm. in, it really, really matters. And I mean, it seems more important than ever because this this four percent rule is a rule that I I had heard of, but mm-hmm. I I feel like it's uh, less of a rule, more of a maybe suggestion it is it's not set in stone it shouldn't be right because like we said there's a lot of other buckets we have to take into consideration because what if your investment portfolio is the largest part of your retirement Mm -hmm. plan what if it's the smallest part of your retirement plan right we may have to take a little bit more or a little bit less depending on that Uh, and then how Brittany said how they're allocated so one thing I wanted to say is what how do you know what withdrawal rate is right for you well when you determine that um, your withdrawal rate uh, should start with getting help from someone who is helpful in looking at all of those areas we just talked about so we would want to talk to you in in our consultation about your withdrawal rate what's that look like for you because every individual we meet with has different numbers of assets different kinds of assets different placements of assets and different budgets different needs different debts yeah. different things things they have to pay for, right? And so a good manager, if we're doing our job right, uh, we're going to take a look at your expenses and other 
other sources of retirement income and develop a plan around your unique financial needs. And one thing I wanted to say with the allocation piece is that we need to look at sequence of returns in this segment because when, and you may have heard of that before, Christy, have you heard of sequence of returns versus average returns? I have heard, I have heard both of Mm -hmm. these terms. I feel like a little like ahead of where I was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> oh, good. So if, if your average return is really the king whenever you're working and you're accumulating assets, and every time when you look at a yearly return, you're like, man, I earned 5% this year, 6% this year, over a 10 year period, I earned 8% a year or whatever it may be, right? So when, when you're looking at that, and you're actually contributing to it, and you're in your working years, and you're contributing to your investments, average returns, okay, and it's what you should be looking at. But once you get into retirement or close to pre retirement, I would say, you should be thinking about the sequence of returns, because right now, the drops that we're experiencing is a bad sequence of return for someone who just retired. So say you were counting on the 4% withdrawal rate every year when you retired, let's just say, and you get to this place and you haven't reallocated, like Brittany talked about, you haven't repositioned, and you take a 20% loss in your account. Mm. Well, that 4% now is going to look a lot less than it did six months ago. Yeah. Okay, so you have to take into consideration the sequence within that you're getting these returns in, not just the average over a 10-year period, but how they are coming, like the volatility of the market right now, you should probably be with an active manager. You should probably be actively repositioning your funds to where they are not at so much risk when you are in a place where you have to withdraw those, right? Because you're counting on that money. You're counting on those funds. And if you're allocated in a super aggressive manner and the market decides it's going to go down for a while, then you don't have the same access to those funds, right? Um, So that's something to consider when you're looking at withdrawal rates and whether it's safe or not. And there's no time like the present to begin to dig into planning for your retirement, especially Mm -hmm. with the current economic climate and some of these issues that we've talked about. Yeah. And the sooner, the better, you know, no matter where you are, it's, it's not too late because better to start even as you're nearing retirement than to just say, and I'm already this late. Let's not take a look at it. There, there are still some options. You still have some time to make some adjustments to prevent any further loss. If you have recently maybe Mm -hmm. experienced some loss, you can make adjustments now. So it's, it's not too late. Go ahead and take the initiative, pick up the phone, give us a call, go online, allonplanning.com. You can schedule an appointment directly on our calendar where we can just talk through your situation. Look at your specific, your your specific three-legged stool. What do your assets look like? What does your investment accounts, what do they look like? What's your 401k look like? What are all of these things combined? Set the stage for, and how do we begin putting a plan in place to ensure that you are taking distributions from your accounts in the proper ways Mm -hmm. at the proper times. And that is taking into consideration things like taxes and making sure that your taxes are minimized so that you're not withdrawing all these dollars from these tax deferred accounts, which bumps up your taxable income. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of strategy involved, but you don't have to be overwhelmed by that because that's why we're here. We're here to come alongside and to help provide these solutions. We want to walk you through it and partner with you. Allen Planning Partners, that is why we we chose that. We want to link arms, sit on the same side of the table as you to partner with you. We are employed and hired by you. We want to support and field and resource you. That is our goal. So give us a call today, one 800 971 
1-800-971-4549. Again, 1-800-971-4549. And what's coming up on the other side of the break? Ooh, coming up, we are talking about RMDs, required minimum distributions. There's a lot of things that have been changed recently with regard to these, and we're going to talk about some common mistakes to avoid, not just when taking RMDs, but when you're planning towards them as well. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined by the owners of Allon Planning Partners, Jay and Brittany. They also lead the financial planning team at Allon, and they are very active in the community when it comes to giving back, paying it forward. See what I did there? Um, yeah. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, I tried. Um, but really... <laughs> helping educate folks in the community about issues like how to properly plan when it comes to some of the issues that people are facing today as a result of market volatility or inflation or whatever the questions may be, how to plan for the future. Right, Brittany? Yeah, we've got a couple coming up just this week. On Tuesday, October 4th, we are holding a workshop at The Oaks, uh, which is a coffee shop located in Chattanooga. Uh, We're beginning at 6.30. It's just about an hour long, and we're going to talk about some of those things Chrissy just mentioned. We're going to talk about market volatility. We're going to talk about bear markets versus bull markets. We're going to talk about social security and how that is a really big part of your financial plan and the strategies Mm -hmm. in planning for that, along with a number of other topics that are all things financial planning related. So we'd love to have you guys join us. It, of course, is totally complimentary to come. It's just an educational opportunity for you to come and learn, grow, understand uh, more about uh, the services we offer. But most importantly, it's uh, it's about uh, it's about planning, mm-hmm. how to plan strategies and planning for retirement. So and not just for you, if you're 60, 65, you know, it, it even some of those on the the younger age who are beginning to really think about, man, I'm in my forties and I'm working towards that, or I'm in my fifties and I'm thinking more about, you know, ensuring I have enough at retirement. I always say the sooner, the better, man, if you can, if you can begin planning and have a, have an effective plan in place earlier, um, the, the better off you'll be later. So uh, you can check out our website. It's got full details on time, location. You can mm-hmm. even register there. Again, it's totally complimentary to attend, but we do ask that you register so that we can plan accordingly for some coffee and mm-hmm. uh, make sure we have enough space set up. So uh, our website, allonplanning.com, A-L-L-O-N, planning.com. And you can check out our events page. Mm-hmm. We also have an event on October 5th. It's a health and wellness fair. We're going to talk about fiscal fitness find out all the details about that there at the website as well. And then finally, we've got one coming up the end of the month in Cleveland for all of you Cleveland listeners. We're going to be at the Cleveland Public Library on Tuesday, October 25th. We'd love to have you join us there as well. Yeah, and I was going to say uh, the one we're having in Collegedale, uh, if you have Medicare questions, it would be a great one for you to come to. Uh, because on the 5th, when we are in Collegedale, you will have a chance to meet with our Medicare specialist. He is going to be available that day. Um, And so we'd love to have you come out if you had Medicare questions that are Mm -hmm. specific that day as well. And if you have any additional questions, you can always call 800-971-4549, 800-971-4549, and set up a time to sit down with Jay and Brittany Hagee and the team at Allon Planning 
partners. And it seems this next topic of uh, required minimum distributions is one that there are a lot of dates and uh, Mm -hmm. rules and numbers that you really need to pay attention to. Yeah, well, there there are some rules and and requirements when you're talking about these RMDs. Um, Most recently, the required minimum distribution age was raised from 70 and a half to 72. So once Mm -hmm. you turn 72, you are then required to begin taking distributions from these tax deferred accounts uh, that you have had in place. So things like IRAs, those types of accounts. So place that I kind of want us to start here around this conversation is uh, we're going to talk about some mistakes to avoid, some things to ensure you don't do that would cause you you know, frustration or more pain financially or dollars. Yeah. yeah, Some kind of penalty. We want to make sure that you, you are aware of these things. So let's start with making sure, first of all, that if you are 72, that you are aware, you must begin taking these from your accounts. So I've got a little story for this. We had a client a couple years ago who, um, we were helping, we had put a beautiful plan in place, working, uh, working the plan. Everything was functioning great. We had helped him take all of his required minimum distributions. He calls us up one day and is like, Hey, I got this letter in the mail saying that I have a penalty from the IRS. Yeah. From (laughs) the IRS. I have to pay a penalty because I did not take an RMD, which is never a letter you want to get sidebar. Do you know how much a penalty is? If you do not take your RMD, what does the IRS charge you in penalty for not taking that RMD? Take a guess. A hundred dollars. I, I, I oh. mean, is it a percentage? I it's don't... a percentage. Yeah, percentage. Okay, I'm going to say be nice to the IRS and say 5%. Five, oh my gosh. Like so I'll just tell you, this is this is the highest penalty in the IRS code. It's a 50% <gasps> penalty no. for not taking your required minimum. That's why it's like, man, we want you to know if you are retirement distribution age, 72 or older, be sure you're insure- you are taking these distributions. It, At the correct time. Yes, yeah. because it makes a, a big difference. That's nobody savage. wants to get a nobody wants to get a, an is. IRS bill. You know, hey, you forgot to take this distribution, but hey, on top of that, you got to pay us fifty percent of the distribution. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a nightmare! And it's simply so, for not taking that. Yeah, yeah. Required minimum distribution. That's it. That's and a it. lot of times, folks forget because they've spent the last forty years or thirty mm-hmm. years or whatever just stacking away money in this IRA or this four hundred one k or this whatever tax deferred vehicle that you've utilized, and they forget that oh yeah when I take this out I have to pay Uncle Sam right. his fair share right so, because I've not paid taxes yet so it's, it's important that you know that you're taking it at the right time right so real quick back to the story this this individual received the letter gave us a call told us what was happening so we did a bit of digging this client found out that he had an old 401k that he did not even know about he did not remember but he had a 401k from an old employer from like 25 30 years prior well I'll tell you he didn't remember about it but Uncle Sam sure knew he had right those dollars and he wanted to make sure that those were taken so anyway the the Uh, government found out about that account and thankfully we were able to work with our cpa here in the office and uh he he wrote what's called an abatement letter 
and was able to get the IRS to relieve him of that penalty because he did not even know that account existed. But anyway, took some time, but it's a headache yeah. that you don't want to oh, deal with. Yeah, you don't want to have to face that. So, so make sure you're taking your RMDs at the right time. That's the mistake number one you want to avoid. Uh, another one that I want you to avoid is making sure you withdraw the right amount because sometimes folks are trying to calculate their RMDs and they don't realize that it's based on last year's amount on, as of December 31st of the previous year. Right. So they'll look at their account this year and maybe we've had a 20% down year uh-huh. and they're the way they're invested. They're like, oh, I only owe X amount. No, you actually owe all of that was setting in it from last December year. December 31st of the previous Even year. Even if there's less now, yeah. you owe RMD based on what it was December Which 31st of last year. Which that's an important factor with where we are right now in our current economic cycle because it is so volatile, mm-hmm. right? Wow. That's something to remember going into 2023 here. Another big mistake you want to avoid is uh, if you're not realizing that RMD rules differ between IRAs and 401ks. Now for your IRAs, your individual retirement accounts, you can aggregate all of those accounts and take it out of any one account. So if you have 10 IRAs, all with $10,000 in them a piece, you can take the RMD based on that $100,000 out of any one account. You don't have to take it out of each account. Separately. But you do have to take it separately and of its own accord if it's in a 401k. You can't aggregately take 401k distributions as RMDs. They must have their own calculation and their own RMD directly from those accounts. And a lot of people uh, get those confused sometimes because they see that they can take uh, out of one of their IRAs instead of 10. So they calculate their 401k into it and don't take it out of their 401k. That's where you're going to get a penalty from the IRS. So do not make that mistake. Make sure if you have 401k still out there um, that you are taking those Mm -hmm. from the 401k. Yeah. And is that something you guys can help with is how to track that down? Is that difficult to do? No, we can certainly do that. Yeah, there, there are, there are a number of different ways that we can help track down old accounts that you might have forgotten about or accounts that uh, you have lost track of even something like that. So we've got a bunch of tools to to resource you to find those. If you are required minimum distribution age, you probably are at the place to where you want to make this easier on yourself, not harder. So having multiple accounts everywhere and not knowing which one's which is going to make it difficult for you. This is where we put a plan together for you. And we can actually even roll over some of these accounts into a one count and help aggregate those for you and help tell you what your RMD is going to be and help you take the correct amount. So don't be trying to, you know, do this on your own forever. This is what we're here for. This is what we do. So if you have a lot of these accounts spread out all over the place, don't panic. Don't fear. We love doing this. We love digging Mm -hmm. in and and finding a solution and making sure that you're taking the proper uh, uh, amounts of of RMD for each account. So we'd be glad to do that for you. I want to give you one more before we wrap up this segment on RMDs. So if you turn 72, you are able to delay taking that first RMD until April of the year after you turn 72. Okay, so there are pros and cons to that. There's pros in that you can wait. You don't have to take mm-hmm. it as soon. But what many people don't realize or maybe they forget about or don't really think through is that if they delay that, say you turn 72 in September of one year and you're like, well, let's just wait till the next calendar year to take that RMD. So you do that and you come, you know, maybe March or something. You say, okay, let's take this distribution before the April deadline. Well, you've got to remember, you've got to take your second year 
year distribution within that calendar year because technically that's your second year of being 72. So uh, let us help walk you through e- each of those uh, scenarios. And if you're close to RMD age or you're already taking an RMD, make sure you're doing it correctly. Go ahead and give us a call 800-971-4549. And we would love to sit down with you and see what your strategies currently are and how we can come alongside you and, and make maybe an easier, uh, more uh, a better strategy for you. Yeah. And you may be quite a bit younger than that. You may not be anywhere close to that, that 72 RMD age, but that's, that's a time where we really could benefit by sitting down together and talking through these types of strategies because you are able to prevent what we call a ticking tax time bomb. And we can talk through, man, I could, we could do another 30 minutes on just that and how taxes and all of that impact these types of distributions. But it, it's not just for people who are at retirement age. This is a conversation that we could begin having in your 40s and 50s as we look towards what that's going to look like, you know, and planning towards those things. So give us a call 1-800-971-4549. Again, also check us out through the website, allonplanning.com, A-L-L-O-N planning.com. For those of you that may not want to call in, you, you don't have to check out the website. You can schedule an appointment directly on our calendar straight from there. We look forward to seeing you soon. And what's coming up on the other side of the break? Q&A questions and answers right after the break. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined in studio by Jay Hagee and Brittany Hagee. And this is the time of the week that Jay and Brittany seem to look forward to more than any other. And that's because they're so solution based and they are here to answer your questions that you've called in with. And we're going to start in Baton Rouge. Louisiana, where a podcast listener, Daniel, has a question. Call me a nerd, but I've always had fun researching and then buying and selling stocks as a hobby. However, my wife is not so thrilled about me continuing this hobby as we get into retirement, which is only a couple of years away now. Any advice on a way for us to find some middle ground here. Daniel, I uh, <laughs> I relate to you on so many levels. Yeah. Um, one, I guess we're all nerds because we love buying and selling and, and researching our favorite stocks as well. I think it's more than just a hobby, though. That's our that's our full time gig. So we, we really love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I understand. We actually get this a lot. Honestly, um, we, we sat act- down we with actually, folks every week. We actually talked about this on one of our recent TV yeah. shows um, a couple weeks ago. We we did an episode specifically about this. So. Yeah, and we get this all the time as far as couples sitting down with us. And one of the two have had a hobby with buying and selling stocks. And you see the thrills and you see the chills, right? You see the ups and you see the downs. And and so because when you're doing it as a hobby, uh, you are going to take some losses as well, right? So it's not all... chocolate chip cookies and rainbows and everything goes great. So I understand why your wife wouldn't be thrilled, but I would ask you a couple questions. First question I would ask is how much of your 
uh, budget are you utilizing to trade uh, in in a hobby, right? If it's a couple thousand dollars and you're just having fun and it's a yearly thing, well, great, go for it and have fun with it. Uh, I think that you use the right word by middle ground. Are you looking at your retirement savings and saying, hey, I'm trading all of our retirement savings trying to make as much money as I can in and out? I would say, whoa, you probably need to put the brakes Hold on that, up. right? Yep, yep. That's, yeah, that may be an issue. So I think you correctly use the word middle ground. And I think that's what most times we have to find with folks is what's the middle ground? Because my job is is to make sure you're secure and make sure that your plan is intact. My job is not to take away all joy out of your life, right? Because that's yeah. that's what you've loved to do. You have a hobby, you enjoy it, do it, but let's do it in balance. Let's mm-hmm. make sure it's, it's in a correct balance and it's not putting your wife in a spot to where she's freaking out that you're going to lose all of your retirement funds because you found the hottest, greatest, latest stock that's going to make you all this money, right? <laughs> um, and so it because it can turn into a, a gambling addiction at that point. So mm-hmm. we want to make sure that you're you're doing it correctly and that it's balanced. I don't want to say not to do it, but I would say let's put a plan together in place that that puts you in secure mode and puts your wife in a place where she understands you're not doing this with your retirement buckets. You're not doing this with all of your funds. This is just a, a hobby that you have. And so we can find the middle ground there. And maybe, maybe you guys just have a conversation around what's the dollar amount that you guys could come to terms on that you would both feel comfortable with risking in this way for the hobby. And that could be the middle ground there, finding that dollar amount that works for both of you. So that again, as Jay said, it's not your entire retirement (laughs) that you're, you're playing with, but it's more than a hundred bucks too. You know, it could be whatever you and your spouse deem necessary or deem appropriate for your situation. And this brings up another uh, point that, you know, with, with regard to couples, there are so many things that we as couples, could really disagree on mm-hmm. when it comes to our finances, how we spend our money, what we give to, what we do in retirement. If are we going to travel? How are we going to travel? Are we going to travel extravagantly? Are we going to be minimalistic? Man, there there's a million different things that we could right. disagree on with our money, but it comes down to working together. If you're married, you're in a partnership. You're working together to try and achieve whatever goals you set before you together and to do it in a way that you can both enjoy the process and it not be um, super stressful for one and maybe enjoyable for the other, which it sounds like, I mean, that's what, what many couples that we speak with are kind of in that place where they may not be on the same page and uh, kudos to you, Daniel, for wanting to find that middle ground mm-hmm. um, and working together as a couple, as a team work, you got, you guys are on the same team and we'd love to link arms with you and, and join the team and walk with you, putting a plan in place to help with this type of issue. And not just Daniel and his spouse, but every couple out there has these kind of conversations. That's right. So let us help and join in. We, we work as financial counselors a lot of times and Brittany and I will set in and it's good that we can both give our takes from the male and the female seed and different yep. perspectives and, and everything else. So like, if you find yourself asking this kind of question, like Daniel's asking, like, these are the kind of things that we want to help with. So, so call in on, and uh, let us sit down with you and, and answer some of these questions for you. And that number is 800-971-4549 and online allon, A-L-L-O-N, planning.com. Next up, we're going to Chatsworth where Barbara has a question. I'm retiring from the federal government in 2022, and my wife is retiring at the same time. Our savings are comprised of my thrift savings plan. 
her 403B and 401K. We also have shared money outside our workplace savings in Roth retirement accounts, taxable investment accounts, and taxable mutual funds. Who should Mm -hmm. I consult to ensure my drawdown strategy is optimized to minimize taxes? Well, Barbara, um, great question. And thanks for calling in. We'd love to answer these for folks. And uh, first off, congratulations on being able to retire uh, this year. That's a huge accomplishment. And it sounds like you've got quite a few diversified uh, accounts so that uh, you have a reason to ask the question about taxes, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have quite a few buckets to look through. So every one of those uh, buckets are going to have a different tax uh, implication uh, when you go to take from those. And so a part of what we do, and we talk about asset allocation all the time and talk about how are you positioned in your accounts to make sure you're diversified so that you're not at the brunt of the market and taking all the losses and the downside, right? But I would say the same thing. We help folks in diversification with tax strategies. Yeah. And the way we do that is to make sure all of your eggs aren't in one basket when it comes to a tax uh, status. So it's not all tax deferred, uh, but you do have a, a plenty in your Roth buckets and things like this. We help folks with Roth conversions. Which kudos to you for having yeah, Roth retirement accounts. You do already. Yeah, that's good. Um, and so we would make sure that that's properly done. And especially now that you are entering retirement, if you're pre-72, you have time to take advantage of some Roth conversion laddering mm-hmm. so that the RMDs don't hit you as hard. So we would love to sit and talk with you guys on what each of your accounts mean for you in taxes, but also how you can even greater diversify your tax strategies so that you can minimize those taxes in retirement when you actually need them, right? And so just as you are diversifying your asset allocation and making sure that you don't have all your eggs in one basket, you also want to do that with the types of accounts that you have and diversify your strategies there. And we would absolutely love to sit down with you and make sure that your drawdown strategy is optimized for you and your taxes are minimized. That's what we do. And obviously, Barbara, we would love to have you sit down with us and talk specifics about your situation. But whether you sit down with us or not, we want you to ensure that you're sitting with a fiduciary advisor, someone who is going to sit on the same side of the table as you and has your best interests in mind. So someone who is looking at comprehensive financial planning versus a single piece of the puzzle, like, for example, solely just your investments and how you're allocated. Uh, We want to ensure you're taking a broader approach. You have an advisor who is helping you with the bigger picture and putting a comprehensive plan together because as Jay was talking about things like taxes and how that fits into your plan, ensuring that you have a, a plan that minimizes your taxes so that you're not overpaying in taxes. That's just one factor to consider a list of about 30 I could give you I won't take up the time to do all of that but if if you if it's not us then it needs to be someone who has that same mindset fiduciary advisor who sits on the same side of the table as you who would work for you not for a big uh, brokerage firm or box name a company but who would work for you And we're going to Brett in Cleveland for our final question. I was terminated by my employer. The paperwork they sent me said a 10% penalty for an early 401k withdrawal would be waived for my payments made after separation of service if you turn 55 during that year. Do I need to roll over the 401k in an IRA first and then do the payments to avoid the penalty? 
Well, that depends on your age, Brett. Um, not exactly sure how old you are. I know you referred to the 55 uh, age, that rule of 55, but that would be our first question. How old are you? Um, because that would determine kind of our recommendations here. If you are over 59 and a half, it would make sense to roll over the 401k into an IRA. But if you're not, then we certainly would recommend you, you keep that where it is so that you don't have any issue there as well. Um, there are some exceptions to the, the 59 and a half minimum uh, age for taking distributions from these accounts without penalty. And losing a job is definitely one of those exceptions. 800-971-4549. You can also go online to the website and check out some of the events, workshops coming up in the area as there's one Wednesday, the 5th, and there's one Tuesday, the 25th, and you can go Alon, A-L-L-O-N, planning.com and go to the events page to learn more about that. And Jay, Brittany, final thoughts for the week? I guess my final thoughts would be strictly around... Man, the importance of taking time to plan. Without planning, the goals that you may have are kind of just wishes, just hopes. Man, I hope this happens. But you can you can ensure you have a plan in place to get you to where you want to be. Plan ahead. It is worth the time, the energy, the one hour just to sit down with us, to have a conversation surrounding your situation, to relieve some of your stress, to, to take some of that weight off your shoulders. Um, planning ahead. Think It wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. He had to plan. He had to <laughs> prepare for that. And that's what we want to help you do. We want to help you get a plan in place so that you can face whatever is ahead head on with assurance with peace and knowing that you don't have to live in fear you don't have to stay awake at night worried or concerned or wringing your hands about what the next cycle in here in our economy might bring for you you can be at peace and at rest and that's what we want to help you experience so no matter what stage of life you're in if you're just beginning uh, or if you're near or in retirement and have some questions and want to ensure that your plan is most efficiently working for you give us a call it's be our pleasure to serve you and to sit down and talk through some of these specific things with regard to your specific accounts and your scenario individually give us a call today 1-800-971-4549 again 1-800-971-4549 or again you can visit our website alonplanning.com go to the contact page and you can schedule an appointment directly on our calendar from there. We can't wait to sit with you soon. Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Allon Planning Partners is not affiliated with Foundations Investment Advisors. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates 
rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. Each individual investor situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.